Good morning. I have been talking uh, all week, so uh, I'm not, this is not the regular Leroy Barber booming voice. Uh, it's a little, little bit uh, tired this morning, so y'all pray with me, all right? It's good to be here. It has been about four years since I've been here, and uh, uh, this, your, uh, our relationship um, with your church is incredible. We have had incredible times together. You have supported some of our work, uh, and we have come here uh, to catch up from time to time. So I just see this as I'm back. I'm back with some family. We're going to have family time this morning. So, so thanks for having us uh, to your pastors and to this worship team uh, that has led us into God's presence. The scripture before us uh, is this uh, piece of Mark 13. Now, I'm not going to do the background. I'm sure your pastors have, have given you the background of Mark pretty well, right? If they haven't, I'll do it if they, if they miss something. But are y'all good? All right. So, so this particular point, I'll just back up just a tad that the disciples are with Jesus and they're looking over. They're somewhere where they can see over the town, right? And uh, they're looking at all of these temples, and they ask Jesus this question, what's going to happen with all these temples, right? And Jesus says, oh, that stuff's going to go away, right? And so after, after Jesus answered the question, Peter and a couple of the other, you know, insiders, right, they pulled Jesus aside and be like, hey, when is that going to happen? Give us the inside scoop, Right? Let us know. Uh, we, want, we want to be out in front of everybody. And I love, I didn't have time to work up this piece, but this, Jesus is so incredible around, like, flattening hierarchy, right? And uh, he basically goes into this story that tells him, it's none of your business. <laughs> Nobody knows. I don't even know. So instantly, like, the inside crew is not inside any longer, right? Jesus says, Hey, nobody knows this. You are just like everybody else. I love that about Jesus, right? Um, and there's a whole sermon in that, like no insiders, right? So anyway, so this scripture, Jesus uses uh, a story, and he talks about uh, the, uh, uh, the fig tree and when you start to see signs of the seasons going to change, right? Uh, I don't know about you. I grew up in church, and I'm old, so, um, and, uh, and, and there was a time when all we were talking about was the end times. There were, if you, if you Google end times, there'd be like a gazillion books on it, right? Uh, and uh, there was this series, I can't think of the name, Yet Behind, yeah, here we go, right? There you go, like Left Behind. I'm on road trips with my kids. We pop in left behind, right? Like, I don't, I, whatever. I don't know if this thing is scripturally, but it's keeping your attention. Let's go. <laughs> right? There's all of this stuff about the end times, right? And uh, uh, people predicting when it was going to happen over and over. There's one particular person who did it like three different times, right? Oh, the world's going to end in October this year, or the world's going to end here, right? And of course, they were wrong. Uh, and so there was this preoccupation with the end. And Jesus uh, says, uh, no, 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 you are, you, you're, you're, you're asking the wrong questions here. This is not the question. 
This is not about you needing to figure it out. This is not about us needing to go out and tell folks hellfire is on its way, right? And you are headed there. This is not a time to build bunkers, right? Uh, again, people built bunkers, right? Like, if the world was going to end, what's a bunker going to do for you? I don't know. <laughs> but he makes this illustration about moving uh, from winter to spring, right? And this idea that you know that time is moving, you know the shift is near, right, because of the signs around you. And I, I don't know about you, but I do feel like it's winter, like in more ways than one, not that just it's cold outside. I, and, and I'm longing for some summer work. I feel like it's winter, um, given all the mass shootings that we're having to deal with. I feel like it's winter, um, us watching black men get killed on camera. I feel like it's winter when we see our Asian siblings being targeted all over the country. I feel like it's winter uh, when uh, there's a blatant conquering of another nation by Russia. I feel, I feel like it's winter given the weather patterns. There was snow on a beach in California this week. I feel like it's winter when uh, we're watching uh, uh, missing indigenous women be taken and, and nobody, nobody is saying anything. I feel like it's winter as we see the queer community lose more and more of their rights. This, I don't know about you, the deeper I go into scripture, the more questions I have. I don't, like, I don't have answers. I just got more and more questions for God. Like what in the world is going on? And uh, 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 if, if, you, if, you, if you read Habakkuk, Habakkuk 4, Habakkuk had these questions for God. And he was, he, was, uh, he was confused and asking God, what in the world is going on? How is this? And uh, in some weird way, Jesus connects to this when he leaves that final word in the scripture that we uh, read this morning, watch. 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 Our job, our calling right now in the midst of these winter signs is watch. The disciples, these four disciples got more than they asked for trying to sneak off and get a, get a little inside scoop. Here's the inside scoop. Watch. Like, like Habakkuk says, I will, I will stay my post. I will see what God says to me in the midst of this. I will stand. He says, I, I kind of like some of the old King James language sometimes. I will stand. I don't know. I will stand upon the rampart. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but it sounds really cool, right? <laughs> Doesn't it? I will stand upon the rampart. I, like, yeah. I will take the high view. I will be watching. I will be waiting to see what God says to me. Bless you, brother, for being in this place, in this school, and this time, and watching over our children. 
You make me cry, man. It's fun. There is so much for us to watch over. The big question is not when am I going to get out of here? When is this over? Uh, who's going who's gonna to get me out of this? And then Jesus uses this illustration. He says, the owner, the owner of the house, the owner of the house goes away. And the owner assigns everybody a task. And the owner will come back one day. And when the owner comes back, you don't want to find yourself not carrying out the task that is for you. That leans into this idea of call. What are you and I here to do? He has saved us and called us to a holy life. Not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace this grace has been given to us in Christ Jesus. So the question, Christ City, this morning, are you watching? And what task has the owner given to you? Are you watching? That, that, that gets into our business a little bit. Right? Are we watching? Are we in a space? Do we put ourselves in places where we can see the big picture and then we use our gifts, our talents, whatever those might be, right, uh, to carry out a task? I love it that this is two-parted, right? There's two parts of this. Like, Jesus says, are you watching? And then he uses the scripture and says, are you doing something? Some people just like to watch. Some people just like to talk about it, right? Some people like to have good discourse over what's going on in the world. You ever been in some of those circles? What is God doing? And how is God present in the world today? I need some water. Excuse me. Sorry about that. And how is God present in the world today? Good questions. Nothing wrong with that. But the second part of that is, what are you doing that leads us on a journey to find out who we are? And that journey can sometimes be hard. A funny story, and when I say this, everybody laughs who knows me. I entered Temple University a long time ago as an accounting major. There is nothing, when I say nothing, nothing about Leroy Barber that says accountant. <laughs> Not even close. And that lasted about two years, and my now wife, who was um, a, a theater and music major, decided, hey, let's take an accounting class together. That was the end of my accounting career. 
and she gets an A in the class, and, and, and I'm not going to say what I got. <laughs> but this is hard work, trying to figure out and know and be in the places that God has called us to be. The owner of the house has left us a task. I revealed myself to those who did not ask for me. I was found uh, by those who did not seek me. Right? That, that, that God, God has given us something. Even if we didn't ask. Even if we aren't seeking, there is this thing. You ever had something just capture you? You don't know why, right? What in the world am I doing here? What is this all about? I or no, I'm not doing that, right? Right? You ever been in that place? Come on. You just said no to God. I'm not doing it. I've said it many, many times to my demise. Therefore, brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. For those of you who do these things will never stumble. Make your calling and election. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the owner has left for you to do. But there is something. So this is a two-part Two-part message that Jesus gives in a story. Hey, I want you to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things are going to come to an end. But your question isn't to worry about that. You need to be watching because it's coming to an end. And then know what your duty is in that. Now, Romans 8 sometimes is a hard scripture for folks about knowing these things that God works for good to him who loved us, who have been call, called according to his purpose, right? This, this idea that God is working everything out for good, sometimes that's a hard one given the list that I gave earlier, right? Like how is this good for us to watch on camera somebody getting killed? Right? How is, how is this good, right? For, for us to see more and more women disappearing. How is this good for us to know that women get paid less than men? How is this good? I told you, the Bible just, I just have more questions. How is it good? I think the answer I, I've come to on that Is at the end of this, he says, God knows whom he has called. Those he has called, those he has justified, and those he has glorified. I think the good comes out of us staying on our watch and task. The reason, in my opinion, we don't see the good is because Many of us are not standing on the rampart. We're not 
using our gifts and call and abilities and influence to push good into what is bad situations. We, you and I, if, if are the called ones according to God's purpose, according to scripture, and the good rest in us, not only us, but in us. For you have been called to bring good into the world. You have been called right, to come up against the things that are evil and to use whatever God has given you. So what is an alert follower? What is an alert follower? What does watching mean? It means speaking when needed. Speaking up when needed. It means prayer constantly. It means giving when needed. It means volunteering when needed. It means protesting when needed. It means walking your neighborhood. It means letting people know they are loved. I will stand my watch to see what God reveals. I don't know what walking my neighborhood does and means, but I'm going to walk it. And let this presence, whatever it is, whatever this Holy Spirit wants to do, I'm going to spread it around so that God is present. I will stand my watch. I will keep the call that Jesus has given me. And this is not always some big giant thing you got to do. It could be something small or it could be getting arrested. There's a whole gamut in between there. I've been arrested a couple times. Mark had to bail me out with my wife. Long story. But know your calling, my friends. That the disciples, these, these four disciples called Jesus aside for some inside scoop, and they get the skinny. You should be watching. Not asking me, no, when the world's going to end. You should be watching. And know that the owner of the house has given you something. And when the owner comes back, the question isn't going to be, uh, oh, you guessed right when it was going to end. You get a prize for knowing that it was just about over. No, 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 no. You don't want to be caught off your post is what Jesus is saying. There's some implication there as to who we are and what we are and what we should be doing as followers of Jesus. And what God is looking for. That famous scripture in the end, the question is going to be, right? Did you, did you feed those who were hungry? Did you walk with those who give clothes to those who didn't have clothes? Did you, right? Did you free those who are in prison? Did you visit them? Like different set of questions yeah. Yeah. are going to be proposed to us. 
And I'm not sure as, as, as the church big C that we're prepared. Last thing, there is this image in my head of looking, Jesus and the disciples looking over a city, right? Probably Rome or Jerusalem at this time, right? And seeing all of the, of the cathedrals and all of the giant monuments built, right? And God going, those monuments, the, that stuff isn't going to be around in the end. It's not going to last. What is going to last is the work you and I put in as a church. Amen?